Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Uh, Amanda starts in her in her hand. She starts all of her. I start my hand too. Do you remember those big pastel uh, rugs with like an Asian pattern? That oh, like, yes, yes. <laughs> right? So that part's a thicker and parts like the plush was different and it was like carved and it was fancy. I was like, that's what this dining room is. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Carved Asian carpet. Yeah. <laughs> but even the even the chandelier, I'm like, oh, go bigger, girl. <laughs> Size mattered. Cool, cool, cool. So, hey, I'm Conlon. And I'm Jay Dewey. And this is Could Be Better. The podcast where we pour drinks. And spill the tea. About what we really think about... This month's issue of... Better. Like better homes and gardens. Yes. Gardens. So, yeah, April. April, April Fools. April Fools. <laughs> this is and this is a very special episode of Blossom. <laughs> <laughs> because, because we're doing it virtually because um, we are all sheltering in place yes. at home. So if the audio is off, listeners, you'll yeah. understand why. We're doing it yeah. by Zoom. Yeah. Zoom, As Zoom. Every, everybody is right now. As everybody is right And if they aren't, they should. Um, yeah. So how about the fact that if you think about it, the, our last, our March episode was like, I think that was like the last time we saw people outside of like our, you know, like when we went yeah. to the house, and did like, you know, it's been... Um, a different world the last month or so. No, completely different. <laughs> it's like, why do we even have a magazine about better homes and gardens? You're not well, going to that else now. <laughs> <laughs> nobody, nobody else is going to see your home or garden. <laughs> <laughs> but you're spending a lot of time in your home. It's true. And if you're like me, then you're looking around and lagging, oh God, this place right. could be better. Yes. Yeah, I've started a couple projects. I haven't really accomplished much because um, you start a project and then you sort of need something and you're like, oh, I can't go to the store and buy that. And then we're like, oh, well, let's see if we could like order it online. And then Amazon says, oh, you can have this on March 24th. <laughs> on May 24th. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so anyway. But so, um, because we're not together, I had texted you and said, hey, why don't we do a, like, each come up with our own signature cocktail, um, sort of, uh, what do you have in your house before you uh, went on lockdown? Can you make a cocktail of it? So that's what I did. I actually, I'm excited to tell you what I came up with. All right. Well, Go first. Oh, go first? All right. (laughs) So... So you can see. I have what I'm calling a 
social distance. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so it's kind of like a a greyhound. Okay. But with um, triple sec and orange juice also. Okay. And now did you you had all that in your house already? Well, of course. Well, we we had because um, grapefruits are in season now. Yeah. So we usually have those this time of year to make greyhounds. Okay. So my, my one of my winter drinks. So we had that, um, oh. and we had everything else. Cool. Well, I made a um, Mary Pickford. Oh, nice. Uh, which is a. Um, for our listeners who don't know, it's a Prohibition era cocktail from the twenties, and I picked that for a specific. Oh yeah. <laughs> but I also was wandering around the house, going, "Well, what the hell do we have?" Sort of like left over, and I had everything. I had the rum, because um, it's rum, um, pineapple juice, grenadine, um, and a maraschino cherry. Um, so I had everything except the grenadine. Um, and I was like, fuck, I can't do that. And then I was like, wait, 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 wait. Isn't grenadine like basically a pomegranate simple syrup? And I found a recipe for, um, make your own grenadine. If you had a hundred percent pure pomegranate juice, which we had. Oh. Oh, <laughs> I literally, I literally scoured every nook and cranny, and I was like, "I can make this drink with what I have in the house." Um, so that's I haven't even tasted it yet. All right, have you had one before, a Mary Pickford? Uh, I have, yes. yes. Uh, yeah, Jeffrey and Ross made them a lot. Okay. All right. So cheers. 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 Um, okay. That's kind of like the, all the description said, it's a little bit sweet. Um, and it's way, it's more pineapple than I expected. Uh, but the rum gives it a little kick. Sweet. Mary Pickford herself. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen a movie of hers, but so that was pretty cool. So are you um, doing a lot of day drinking like the rest of us? No. no. Are you? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but you watch all the memes now, right? All the memes. Oh, yeah. No, I'm way too busy. Well, you're still working from home, as you were, right? And, and, and the kids are home. And, yeah, homeschooling. Yeah. Wow. Yes, the days are pretty busy. So I can't believe you even got to look at the magazine. Well, I said it's like time to look at this baby. Right. So what did you think? April. April. Um, <clears throat> overall, I have, I have a lot of tags for like. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> so um, there was very little that I hated. <clears throat> uh, yeah. They're too, they're, I mean, aside from the pink cover, right? Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> but... Um, not much to hate, and even in some spots, I had to say, "Well, I gotta find something wrong with this." Wow, we're making such a difference. I mean, we've 
basically transformed yes. this magazine. Yes. Mm -hmm. this, <laughs> we made this magazine what it is today. <laughs> <laughs> but on the cover, what do you think of the pink cover? Um, well, it's pink, but it has uh, some flowering branches. Um, so it was it was pretty. Um, again, it's you know, get, with pink, I'm kind of like, uh, I don't really see it. But yeah, but I mean, it is. It does. Ha it does sort of scream spring. So that that helps. Nice. Yeah. Um, and we get to learn how to put sticks in a vase inside. <laughs> yeah, I think I made a comment about that one too. <laughs> <laughs> of course, for, uh, my first stop, my first tag, page four. Yes, Stephen Orr's letter. What kind of letter? Editor's letter. Editor's no, no, no. <laughs> um, so we found out that he is a synesthete. Yeah. Sees colors when he smells things, and smells things when he sees colors and music and right. all that. I actually think I heard about this on NPR once. Mm -hmm. but it, I was like, wow, that's why, I guess that's why he, um, I, how do I say this? And he says in here, basically, like he, he always in his letters when he's talking about color makes an association to something with the color. Right. And so he talks about associating colors with flowers and things like that. Um, so this was actually an enlightening little letter because I was like, oh, I get a little of his personality now because he he does do that. Like, he, and there and there are things that he's talked about in the letters where like, how the hell did he come up with that connection? <laughs> now we know why, because <laughs> he smelled it. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> uh, and he. Um, I think the other thing that we learn in here is that he really loves millennial pink. Oh uh, yes, there was that too. <laughs> so we there go the pink covers. We disagree on some things. And he's talking about he's got um, my favorite is uh, how he <laughs> how he's self counseling right. Oh, if only I could talk to my ten year old self and tell. <laughs> Tell them how wonderful I really am. <laughs> so overall, the letter was fine for me. I was okay with it. I think he's, uh, you know, I really just look forward to his picture every month. And I rub it. <laughs> you rub it or you rub everything? Oh. So I want to know where your next... Your next tag is? My next tag is page eight of getting the color stuff. So there's a photo of an article about uh, the color factory in Houston. And there is one in New York City that I went to uh, two summers ago. Oh, I think I remember that now. Were you guys in the ball pit? Ball pit, yes, the ice cream ball pit. Right. Uh, okay. Yes, my, my most liked Patreon photo ever. You're kidding. In the, in the ice blue ball pit. Wow. So, uh, this was a, I thought this was really cool 
Do they have a did they have a room like this in the New York City one? No, so apparently they're different. They did not have a color in the walls uh, room. They had uh, tons of different uh, stuff. Though. I mean, I, I can't even remember the rooms, but so this room looks really cool, though. You get they get like so it's it's um it's a mom with her two young kids, and basically the wall <clears throat> is like a coloring book almost, right? And so they give them these big, huge, like marker crayon-y things, and you like color on the wall. I was just, I thought it was fascinating. It, the whole country experience was uh, really, really, really cool. Yeah. It's, so we need to go if we're ever allowed out to public again. <laughs> I would close now, but yeah. when it opens, Go back. So what I also liked about this little piece was um, they're, they're kicking off the whole discussion about um, color by saying, like, elevate the everyday. Right? So take two things outside of the ordinary. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it's sort of interesting. I think we're all doing that right now. It's we're in our homes all the time, right? Like. <laughs> Tim and Michael keep laughing because um, half the time I make dinner now and they're like you don't cook and I'm like I'm a chef like, <laughs> like, because you know they're they're on a call or something like that and I'm like well I'll just do dinner then and so when we when I finally go back to the office um, I hope they don't expect that I'm gonna do that at all so on, on page 10, they talk about the accent wall, which um, according to many designers is out, but not here. <laughs> well, <laughs> there's, a, <laughs> there's a debate. Um, but, well, I think what they did here, I liked, right? There's, I think, they gave some parameters, which is what I liked about the whole issue. Mm -hmm. They were very, it wasn't like, oh, just like paint your walls blue and get yellow, right? The, a lot of the stuff that they talked about was very specific. So in this discussion, the designer who says you can still use them is very precise, right? Make sure that the, that the wall is sort of contained and that it has corners like don't paint a big you know <clears throat> a big wall in the middle of the room a color if it doesn't really have a natural end mm -hmm. so that was an interesting concept on page 14 they had a article about um a basically a charity shoe company called reunion shoe company sort of kind of like like um just converse all-stars that they doing custom paint colors. Um, just the fact that it was a charity uh, project and it was cool and colorful, that spoke to me. Yeah, I loved it. I thought uh, an attack for love. Um, and they, I mean, basically the concept is that um, they help um, people out of homelessness. <clears throat> so they work for the company, um, but they also, it's not just employment, they also have, they connect them to other services like counseling and, mm -hmm. and medical care and stuff like that while 
they're employing them, which I thought was such an awesome holistic yeah. concept. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think I might actually buy a pair. I was thinking of that too. Yeah, they're, I mean, they've got sort of a Jackson Pollock look to them. It's definitely like paint splattery. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to wear it everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> right. But I, I thought they were fun. And I love stuff that's like this. I love stuff that's creative and also helpful to people who might need help. Yeah. It's a win win. Yeah. What have you got next? 16. 16 on the dot. Polka dot. I wore my polka dot shirt just for. You did. You did. <laughs> Did you, do you have anything to say about polka dots? Um, I do have a tag for like. Um, okay. This, um, again, they're timeless, and these things that they're featuring are kind of fun. Um, when it's something this timeless, it's not really, you, know, you can't really do much that's new with it. But, yeah. um, you know, they, these were some fun things you could indulge your love of polka dots on. Yeah. I did like the, the paper napkins were, were cool. Yeah. Uh, I love the brown wallpaper. Brown wallpaper is really interesting, right? Yep. It reminds me of the dress Julia Roberts wore in Pretty Woman. 28, that's where I stopped. All right. So um, I had, again, I told you I was rushing to find something not to like. Yeah. This kind of, I didn't really like, although this is kind of featuring some advice from a uh, designer and right. artist, Rebecca Atwood. Yep. And I actually like her art usually. Um, but this particular room and her advice was like, Meh. it's so neutral, so boring. It's, yeah. I mean, I didn't love, I mean, the room was okay. Um, I think, I think this is where I started picking up the thread through the whole magazine, which is like, oh, here's another concrete way to look at something, right? Like the, like the accent wall was like, make sure there are edges and corners at your wall. Um, and this is her whole um, book, Living with Color, is about like basically using it gets things get more mathematical later in the issue, but like math, right? Like pick one, do two, pick another, pick another. Like it's a formula, which I think, I just thought the idea was really cool for people who struggle a lot with like, what should I do? Mm -hmm. Like colors, you know, I really love this color, but how could I ever put it in a room? And she's basically saying, put it in a room, but here's your other steps. Right? Sure. That was great because I have, and I'm sure you have plenty of friends who say, what color should I do this? I don't know what to do. And then they pick beige <laughs> or white, right? So I thought this was a great way of saying, sort of use this, this formula. Mm -hmm. Even though I didn't love the room itself, I love the, how she got to the room. You like the advice, yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I I, I uh, don't like the color she picked. Right. But, um, the advice is solid. Yeah. So basically, we're talking about all the advice, and there people are probably like, "Well, what's the advice?" <laughs> so, <laughs> so 
her theory is you pick a favorite color, then you pick two neutral colors, then a connector color, which is a, a darker or like darker or lighter or grayer tone of your favorite color, and then a color that's a contrast to all of it. And when, if you mix those five to get five, one, two, three, four, five together, <laughs> five together, you should have a room that looks pretty good together. So I thought that was cool. So I, my next tag was on page 32, which is part of the same article, basically. And this, is, this concept is to start with a favorite. Um, she started with a fabric that she liked. Yes. And then built the room off of the colors in the fabric. Mm-hmm. And another sort of like doable thing for folks. I've actually done it. I had a, we had our entire um, apartment in Nyack. Was, the whole thing was built off of a pillow. That uh, it was very 1998, but it was <laughs> still lovely. <laughs> so what do you think about this advice or this room? Uh, the, I think the advice is fine. I, um, I don't know if I've ever pulled from a fabric, but I've pulled from, you know, either a, a wallpaper or artwork, something like that. It's always been an inspiration point. Um, so the advice, I think, is fine. Um, in this particular room, she kind of pulls out these uh, variations on, on basically four primary colors. Right. Um, which So there's kind of all over the color wheel. Right. But my, my biggest thing is that um, aside from the inspiration fabric on an ottoman. Right. Other things she's done at all the same kind of similar scale. So it's there's a, a big pattern to break things up. It's a very, um, yeah, it, it, it's going to sound strange. It, it feels small, the room. Like, yep. it, I mean, a small in scale. I mean, there's a big art piece. Um, but even the even the chandelier, I'm like, oh, go bigger, girl. <laughs> Size matters. Like I just, and all of the all of the furniture it appears to be like the same height, like exactly the same height. So it's a it's a strange. I didn't love the room. Yeah, I loved the advice. Right. There's something about the scale that's yeah. Weird. So are we on to uh, 34? I'm on to page 34, yeah. So we have some paint can lids. We do. It's not It's not the best flat lay in the world. No. <laughs> um, but there are six of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, six different colors that, from all over the color map. Yes. Um, um, so let's see what what's the whole point here. Um, <laughs> they it was the ask the editors yeah. to pick a favorite color that's in their house, uh-huh. and then talk about it, which is why they all they they're all over the map. Oh, all right, that makes more sense. Because <laughs> <laughs> each each one of the editors 
picks a color and then talked about it, it's definitely not like put all these in a room. Thank God. <laughs> no, actually, um, I think they would, um, some of them would go together, some of them. Right. So, um, like, I could do without pink. That's a light purple. Of course, pink. It's a, it's a periwinkle, and it, trans, it, and it transforms from dusty gray to soft heather. Well, I need, need to see it in a room. Light does. <laughs> exactly. Here it looks purple. <laughs> light lavender purple. Lavender, yeah, definitely, definitely reads lavender, yeah. um, but not like, not like, not spring lavender, like Grey Gardens lavender, like an <laughs> aged <laughs> lavender, right? right. Looks, so, do you have a favorite? Um, one of my favorites is the Jamaica Bay, so that's a, a very like vivid ocean blue which is uh, pretty close to the color I painted our laundry room floor. Oh, okay. So, so I, my favorite because it's pretty much throughout our entire house. It's the color that I wind up putting in every single room of the house. Like not, not to make a bay, but sort of that tealy, um, bluey color. I don't know. It's in every room in my house. I should probably go to therapy to find out. But um, it pretty much, I mean, this room is not that blue, but it's blue. It's, it's like a, um, and then the stiff key blue, which is the sort of a really dark, dark, dark yes. color, is kind of the color of the walls of, of our living room. So, mm -hmm. like, oh, so we've been doing this for years and, I haven't been called to talk about my favorite color. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. Not <laughs> yet. You will. I tagged page 42. Okay. Our begins on 40. Right. The tablescape article. Yeah. But, I mean, I didn't really like the one in 40, but I loved the one in 42 and 44. Right. Right. Uh, okay. So I like, I didn't tag any of them because I was like, first of all, uh, it's tablescapes and they should have called me. Um, but, but my favorite, I actually love the one on 42, which is a Seder dinner. Cause so basically what they're doing is they're setting tables for the April holidays. Right. So they're setting for Easter, um, for Passover and then the, the final one's sort of like a kid's egg party. I thought, the, I thought uh, Amanda Gluck's Seder dinner table was quite lovely. It was. It is. And simple, right? Leaning classic. Leaning <laughs> classic. I mean, there's like chinoiserie. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Classic. <laughs> it is nice though. Nice though. No, because yeah. what I, I do like that um, it's just a 
greenery and white flowers mm-hmm. in the centerpieces. Yeah. Um, yeah. And satyrs are satyrs are actually not like colored eggs and Easter bunnies kind of dinners, right? Yeah. So, like that's what I liked about it was that it was springy and and fresh, um, but wasn't screaming Easter. I mean. They don't believe in Easter. Um, But I thought this was lovely. And uh, Amanda starts in her, in her hand. She starts all of her. I start my hand too. (laughs) Centerpieces with her flowers in her hand. So that I'm going to do that too. Right. You should. You, you probably do. (laughs) <laughs> where's your next tag um i had a an interior tag on page 48 so right. we'll talk about how to buy furniture online what does interior tag mean meaning it's not on the edge of a page like hey look at me it's just it, <laughs> buy it there okay um so um because I, I usually have those removed. Yeah, well, <laughs> by your uh, by your proctologist. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good one. Um, anyway, so my I put a tag there because they offered some advice for buying a rug. Yeah. We finally said, if you're buying a rug for your dining room, don't buy shag. Even though they always picture shag rugs in dining rooms. Right. Right. It's just crap gets, ugh. Yeah. I mean, they also, I mean, we have a, we have a light colored dining room rug. Basically the background's white. It's got all these other colors on it. And about once a month we're like, why do we buy this color rug for the dining room, right? Like, just spilled spaghetti sauce there, right? Like, like on your hands and knees, like scrubbing it off. But, you know, design, it's gotta, you know, it's gotta be painful or it's not right. Yeah, hurt, yeah. <laughs> That's why we removed the rug from our dining room, because I was tired of vacuuming off the crumbs. <laughs> so, nope, no more. But you're a stickler for like neatness to start with. Uh, yeah. I'm at your house, so even I got slapped. Wipe your face. <laughs> <laughs> well, we we train our kids well on that. Yeah. <laughs> and your friends don't come back until you know how to use utensils. <laughs> this is the article that. 30 years ago or more when I started getting it, this is the article I wanted, right? Uh-huh. This is teach me stuff, right? Um, here's how to measure this, you know, this is how high a counter stool is. This is how high your sofa should be. This is how large a rug should be. It's an awesome, awesome article for like a newbie folks, which yes. we're not. I mean, we have a podcast about design. Right. Right. <laughs> but I, that's what I loved about it. Most of it, I, you know, I try to use anyway, but that's, that, this right here, this Better Homes and Gardens does really well. 
mm-hmm. right? It teaches you how to do something from a really concrete way. Not like fancy schmancy bougie way, but like, hey, how, you know, how, you know, how tall should my nightstand be? I keep hitting mine. Well, that's because it's six inches too tall, stupid. (laughs) (laughs) But that, you know, like that's, that's what I liked about this particular. So I'm assuming you stopped on 58. On 58, I stopped for, I did it. Um, So for once, we have someone who builds something not out of a box. (laughs) Not a box. So this is a battery-operated uh, pendant light. Um, put in so you wouldn't have to wire a, a pendant. Right. I thought it was brilliant. I thought it was... All puns aside. <laughs> I thought it was cool, too. Um, <laughs> I thought what they don't talk about, which needs to be... we. The, we need to call this out in the world. Lighting can be so fucking expensive. Right? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And so she, she was talking about, like, oh, she found a light that she thought would be a nice pendant, and it was $300. $300 is cheap. Yeah. Like, lighting is ridiculous. Like, so ridiculous that I don't even understand why we're not having a whole article about bring down the price of lighting, (laughs) but, (laughs) but this was, I mean, I thought this was cute because she was doing this for her, for her friends. Like she made the room for her friend. So the macro part of this was that she did the whole room. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. But then the, the other part is that she made the, the pendant. But it's a little crafty for you. Um, it is. It's, it's probably more work than I would <laughs> vote um, in reality. But she 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 knew what she was doing, so that's great. Yeah. Um, they make reference to uh, using hook and loop strips to hold the screen on. Yep. Uh, do they just mean Velcro? I'm not sure. Yes. Okay. Is okay. it save Velcro because it's copyright? Correct. Thank you. I just figured that out myself. Thank you. <laughs> no, it's like you have little hooks with little loops, and you have to go around each of them, and you have to literally no, no, it's Velcro, but Velcro is like Kleenex and tissue and Scotch tape, yeah. right? Like they are band aid. And band-aid, right? But it is, there's a word for those, did you say the word and I missed it? No. There's a word for when a product name becomes the name of the thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a, it's a, um, <clears throat> but because Velcro isn't the only hook and loop fixtures, you can't just say Velcro. Like you can't say Q-tip, you have to say cotton swab. Right. You can't say Super Bowl, you have to say the big game. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. 
Unless you're the, you can't say Super Bowl. Really? Uh, yep. Hmm. Look it up. All right, I will. Uh, so on page 62, um, an article called Color Shift, a Kitchen Makeover. What did you think? Well, it's basically our before and after. It actually says before and after. <laughs> um, I think, so I have mixed feelings. Um, I, I, it made me actually stop and think, should we just paint our kitchen cabinets? Mm. And then I thought, well, Bob and Jay painted their kitchen cabinets and Jay keeps bitching about how he painted the kitchen cabinets and sometimes they chip and all, you know, this, that, and the other thing. Um, but I loved, this is basically a kitchen reno without a reno, right? Yes. She crafted, she crafted it, right? She took, she took her dark, um, sort of like dark cherry wood cabinets, which is what's all throughout our kitchen. And she lightened up the space um, by painting them different colors, um, painted the hideous floor tile. Um, oh, thank you for saying that. <laughs> That's why I have attack for hate, because the floor tile. Oh. It, it's awful. It, come on. It's, it's, so this big, bold floor tile stuff is all the rage again. Yes. Right? And it is gonna, I mean, I love Kelly and Dave to pieces and they just put it in their, they just put it in their laundry room. But it's their laundry room, right? This is the kitchen. Mm -hmm. It does have a like turn of the, turn of the last century feel, like a 1910, 1920s feel. But it's, it for me, it overwhelms the space. Oh, completely, yeah. Right, like your eye is on the floor the whole time. But, um, so I had all this mixed bag stuff. Like I like the fact that she updated her kitchen without spending $50,000. It looks way better than the before, um, in my opinion. Um, I actually liked the greens, which I'm not a big fan of to begin with. Um, I, I mean, my biggest complaint is I don't understand the stove and the fucking box. <laughs> box on the stove. I don't understand that at all. Like, uh, I don't understand that. Understand it. It was it was a it was a, uh, a actual cooking stove space. Like I, I'm guessing, like a a hearth space. So just take it out. Like it's 2020. Yeah. Just take it out. Like why do you put your god dang ugly range in it yeah. <laughs> like it's just so that's on page 64 you're all going to turn to page 64 and go why is her why is her stove in a box and it's definitely a um a compromised makeover right um, so it's probably you know she says it, it was 
kind of intend to be a band-aid, but she likes right. it a lot, so it's okay. I'm like, no, to me, it's still a band-aid. No, no, no. It, it, it was intended to be a, a, a cut bandage. A bandage for a cut. You can't say band-aid. They say band-aid. <laughs> what the fuck? They can't say Valcar, but they're going to say band-aid? Exactly. Magazine. That's why I was confused. <laughs> so it's just stop on 100. Of course, because Lucy loves color. <laughs> so this was a, um, one couple's very colorful, um, I think built from the ground up house. And um, no, I mean, the kitchen, I mean, all of it, I liked lots of, a lot of it. And the, yeah. I thought it was great. Um, these uh, kind of um, orange-ish, like uh, wood cabinets with this yeah. steel tile wall. Yeah, um, yeah. I love the, the tile. I love the tile wall. Looks like it's quilted. Yes. Yep. I love that. I love the light fixtures above the island. Some of the rooms I hated. Some of the rooms I loved. They kept throughout the whole article about um, you know basically they're very distinct the rooms are different it doesn't feel like they're different when you walk through the house I didn't I, I feel like they're very different um, so I it was a uh, it was interesting I don't I, I don't love her style their style but it's really about Lucy um, <laughs> It's, it, there are parts of it that just feel like 1970s professor in the Greenwich Village apartment. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it made, it made me think of my, uh, my aunt, um, not because it looks like her house, but it was a style that I she would appreciate. Okay. Being very... Kind of like yes, seventies ish, ish, right? Um, Eclectic ish. Yeah, like a little like ish. Yeah, Bohemian hippie ish. Not all the way, but right. Yeah, I on the one one hundred two living room with the fireplace. I did not like the dining room. I thought was a little cuckoo. Wait, wait, no, wait. You didn't like the clean lines of the wood-burning stove that made it more modern than rustic? No, no. <laughs> I was like, this is a way of saying, this is a shit choice for this living room, but we're going to say it's modern <laughs> instead of rustic. It was like, who would put that fireplace in? There, are, there actually are other really... I, like, I wish... The, I actually wish the article was like, Lucy loves accents, because there are pieces of this that are really cool pieces that like I liked the um, the banana leaf wallpaper oh, I love that yeah. right I love the quilt looking tiles in the kitchen mm-hmm. I love I actually liked on page 105 mm-hmm. the guest bedroom here's another room where we're painting the wall and all the way up a dark color, mm-hmm. almost. I love that. Into this, right? So I like some of it. And then some of it, I'm like, this is, I don't feel like it's about color. I feel like it's about her accents. 
So I think Lucy likes accents. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm renaming this article. Okay. Agreed. We're getting close. We're about to put sticks in a jar. Uh, we are. <laughs> Go, put a stick in a jar. <laughs> sticks in a jar. <laughs> oh, it's on page 108. It's actually not just sticks. It's the, the feature is basically about using flowering branches mm -hmm. in your home not just not just don't just go to the florist and buy stuff um they caution you not to cut your neighbor's foliage down in the article <laughs> basically it's like don't have flowering plants in your yard don't cut your neighbors without asking permission um <laughs> No, mow your yard flat to have <laughs> in your house. I actually, so I had, I, it, part of me is like put sticks in a jar and it makes me laugh. Um, but I had a tag for love because, and I'm, I'll post it um, later on, maybe this week. Basically, I have sticks in a jar. <laughs> I have, we forced our forsythia, right? So, which now outside has actually caught up to the ones that we forced inside. So we have literally on page 108, there's a jar with some like sticks that you're like, what the heck is that? It looks like it's dying. We have sticks in a jar with forsythia that we forced. So, so I was like, it's kind of funny that I'm going to make fun of this. <laughs> doing it myself. <laughs> So, um, did you tag page one fourteen, the art of not compromise? I did. I mean, that's a great title for a uh, article we're going to discuss. <laughs> the not compromise. <laughs> okay. Right up conflict. <laughs> so the whole point of this was that this uh, couple apparently has two different decorating styles. And somehow, by magic, their interior designer found a way to make both of them happy. Shocker. Um, well, so <laughs> I really, I, I like the husband Matt's sensibility of what he likes. I agree. Lisa likes. <laughs> it's pink and. Yeah. So and light and yeah. Uh, so there. So there. So basically, the concept was the designer said, "I'm not going to make you choose, right? I'm going to get basically give each of you a room to dominate, right? Yeah. Um, and yeah, but up, up, but um. So and then I'll sprinkle a little bit of the other one into that. And so I, I loved all of his, all the ones that were his. Yep. Uh, on page 114 and 115, the spread uh, is, I mean, I am more and more shocked at how much I'm like loving these features with black rooms. Mm. It's another, it's, the living room is painted black. Yep. I'm like, that is awesome. 
um, it's got uh, it's got chartreuse and you know orange and other stuff in the space. My tag for hate was the big piece of artwork blob over the fireplace, yes. uh -huh. which literally I was like, oh my god, that was my childhood nightmare. That like this big blob was coming. <laughs> <laughs> like I would wake up screaming about the blob, and I'm like, Max. Girl, that's what you want in your living room? But, um, so I liked his sensibility a lot. I felt like her sensibility felt, or, or the way it was embodied and designed felt really, really like 1986. You know, I just didn't like any of it. Yeah, and I hear you. Yeah. Um, I mean, in the dining room on one seventeen, um, I okay with the wallpaper. Yeah, it's fine. A, a, a teal blue vines, but then everything else felt. Very, it was like I forget what issue it was. There was a. It was last April, May. Maybe it was last April. That very like um, the nineteen eighties cabana striped. Yes. Um, very like eastery house that we both hated. Yep. Like, I think all pink and blue. Yep. That's what I feel like this is with the white furniture and the pink ceiling and the pink upholstery. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> this dining room, <laughs> when I looked at it, I was like, I don't know why they don't have one of those. Do you remember those big pastel -y, uh rugs with like an Asian pattern? That oh, like, yes, yes. <laughs> right? So that parts of it was thicker and parts, like the plush was different and it was like carved and it was fancy. I was like, that's what this dining room is. Uh, yep. Mm -hmm. A carved Asian carpet. Yeah. <laughs> no, not, not from Asia, right? Yeah. Like, like it was. <laughs> it's where, uh, so that's. Uh, but you know, I love her, Lisa. <clears throat> so that was on page one seventeen. Um. On one eighteen, I loved the black tiled shower. Yeah, again, right? His room. Yeah. Who knew I liked black so much? Um, I hated her living room. <laughs> but but this is okay because it leads to the pool. Oh, okay. <laughs> you can you right. you can hate it because it's just a pass through room. It leads to the pool. Yeah, it feels, it literally, so it feels, it literally feels like the houses that I was in, in my teenage years, there was a neighborhood in Kingston called Hillside Acres, right, which was like a development area. Mm -hmm. And it was like, everyone had these patterns, right? Everyone had these, like, this whole sensation is right out of my adolescence. Mm. And I'm like, this is design now. 
<laughs> it's this. It's this close. This close to Golden Girls. Oh, you call it, yeah. <laughs> right? It is, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Very, yeah, like, there's literally a lanai outside the window. <laughs> <laughs> Linda, right? I mean, the, the colors are different, but the concept with the, like, the big pattern chairs and, like, uh, whatevs. Oh, but there's shoes. There's shoes jauntily under the table, so... It's it's carefree. Well, because someone lives there. So, they go to the pool. Right. <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't even. Page one twenty. More is more. More is more. I love everything about this. What's that to love? Speckle every egg you've ever had. <laughs> Um, but would you do this? I am going to do it. Wrapped at home. (laughs) I have ribbon and glitter in boxes. I am doing this and I am mailing you some because I can't come visit you. (laughs) You some for your Easter decor. I'm doing it. All right. So are you going to speckle your eggs or what? Uh, I probably won't. But um, the egg cookies are more my speed. Okay. I could, uh, uh, you know, I'll say I can do it, but you know what's going to happen. Yeah, you're not going to do it. But basically for those of you who are following along, all three of you, um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this whole article, pages and pages of decorating egg-shaped cookies, um, ceramic eggs, plastic eggs, all these sort of eggs with jewels and glitter and ribbon and sparkles. I am just in love with all of it um, because more is more. All right, so where are we going in our BHG throwback time machine this month? We're going to 1926. Mary Pickford was all the rage. (laughs) And the motif for this month is uh, the gayest bird ever. (laughs) Lamingos. (laughs) I... I actually don't really like flamingos. <laughs> I mean, I've seen real ones and they're cute. As decorating concepts, I don't really like them, but they are super gay. Yes, um, yes they are. And, and people like David Brown love them. Yes, yeah. And so, so I had to be like, this is kind of cool. Um, and there's pretty much nothing on the page except the wallpaper and the cocktail napkins I would ever use because I don't really like flamingos. But it's cute. It's very cute. Yeah, I wouldn't necessarily buy these, but I appreciate them. It was April in our um, 
self-quarantined, stay home, social distancing, like the rest of the world. Um, so this was different. I don't, I mean, I can't wait to actually be with you again because it's way more fun to like be in each other's presence. But we did a pretty good job. Not too bad. I mean, I think we're all getting used to this Zoom thing. Yeah. Um, um, so, yeah. It's so good to know that we can do this if anyone ever wants to be a guest. <gasps> oh my God. Do you think we'll have a, like a volunteer? Um, I don't know. Yeah. I, we, I think it would be fun to have a guest. I think we should put it out there. So if you want to be a guest on our show, <laughs> write your name and address on a three by five postcard. <laughs> My God, I remember. So, uh, <clears throat> oh, I never know. Do I say my name? This is Rob Conlon. And I'm Jay Dewey. And may your home and your garden be a little bit better than your neighbors and your best friends. There you got it. I did it. I did it. I was able to do it. Could Be Better podcast is hosted by Rob Conlon and Jay Dewey and is produced and edited by Jay Dewey. Theme music is by Ben Sound. Subscribe today on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts or listen at couldbebetterpodcast.com. Want some free Could Be Better stickers or coasters? Email us at couldbebetterpodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow the guys on Facebook and Instagram. I mean, we're literally in the house, the three of us, Mm -hmm. all day long together, which has never in, well, Tim and I have been together 23 years and Michael's been here 14. We have never together in the house all three of us for almost three weeks no it's been three weeks this is three and a half weeks and one fight one i'm surprised that you're all alive